The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Good morning. Not if you're diabetic. <laughs> Good morning, Michael. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. You look like a monkey. And you smell like one too. I yeah, was going to yeah, make yeah. a different joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I realized we're recording. <laughs> <sighs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, good morning. It's Joanne and Mike. Murder amongst friends. And we might sound super chipper for such a rainy, rainy day. And we're about to talk about some heinous or heinous, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Nope. Shit. We're not, it's not going to be heinous. Are you sure? It will be heinous. Heinous? Uh, heinous. No, not that either. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Okay. Well, not to get too far into spoiler territory. There's mm-hmm. no, 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 no one dies in my story. Um this well week. then, what are we all doing here? But it is <laughs> it is still pretty heinous, okay. Uh, regardless, but okay. before we get to that, yeah, is there anything that you want to inform us about? <sighs> Stories that you said that? Well, oh, I'm going to tell you this thing. Oh wait, I'm not going to tell you this thing. I'm going to wait you make five di- wait five days. Yeah. <clears throat> well, to hear about it, and then I'm ultimately going to forget what that was. Yeah, well, I've started writing things down. Oh. Okay? Smartass. Okay. So there's one story that we have to talk about, and I know we joked and said heinous, but this is fucking heinous. Yeah. Um, the Bronx, which I don't know if you've ever been to the Bronx. I've been to the Bronx as a kid. Yeah. went to the Bronx Zoo a couple times, this, that, whatever, right? Dateline, the Bronx. Yep. Well, in the Bronx, in the glorious state of Nueva York, a one-year-old, this is such a bad story, a one-year-old named Nicholas Dominici died of a, want to guess? Drug overdose. Fentanyl. Yeah. Overdose. Want to guess where he died? In his home. <laughs> Incorrect. At his... School. Daycare. Daycare. <laughs> because, Michael... Uh, these fucking scumbags. Oh. Uh, Gray Mendez, she is the lady who if runs the daycare. If that was Italian, I'm finally understanding mm. Italian insults. Yes. <laughs> Gray Mendez, who operates this quote-unquote daycare in her apartment, in an apartment building. How this got licensed to me is is beyond, but let's let DFAX... Yeah. DFAX needs to get their overall needs to be shut down and reopened in like a completely new because they don't know what the fuck they're doing yeah. nor do they care and how many kids have di- I, let's a not fresh, a fresh reset <clears throat> is unfortunately <throat> the only solution i can come up with to a lot of problems. and then what would happen in the meanwhile so right. so anyway gray mendez uh her husband's cousin a guy named carlisto acevedo brito 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 b-r-i-t-o however you want to pronounce yeah. if you want to get fancy who rented a room in her apartment. Um, Quite spacious for Yeah, yeah well, um, they City. were storing the fentanyl yeah. um, in a closet where they also stored the kids' play mats that they play on and sleep on. A natural hiding place. And I know that you know, but I don't know if everybody knows, that just a, some dust of fentanyl yeah. is enough to kill an adult human. Yeah. Where like when the cops go to do search and seizures, they have to double glove, they have to double mask. Cops have yeah. been have to have Narcan on them to Narcan themselves. Because if you're because if they accidentally touch yeah. it or breathe it in, fentanyl is <clears throat> no fucking joke. No, it is not. Um, three other children. So there was four children 
in respiratory arrest. Yeah. This fucking lady. Oh, God. Before she called 911, called her husband, who showed up on video to the apartment empty-handed. Naturally. Left roughly two minutes later with a bunch of bags of stuff. Hmm. What could it be? And got there before the paramedics came. Hmm. Were able to revive three of the four children, but the fourth one passed away. Great. Okay. They found over a kilo... Oh, shit. Of fentanyl. Plus these things, I think they're called brick presses, where it turns powder into like a pill. Basically, it presses it hard into like, make it into a solid, I guess. So they found like two or three of those, which I'm a little naive when it comes to the major drug front like paraphernalia. But I guess apparently having even one of those is kind of like, ooh, big time. Right. They had like fucking two or three of these and a daycare and this lady gray yeah is saying that she had no idea how could that she? these drugs were in her fucking tiny apartment and you don't know that I lady mean, a kilo lady a kilo isn't very big it's a lot of fentanyl it's not a lot of space to take up she's Lying, obviously. I'm not on her side. She's lying. <laughs> yeah. Because then they got a search one and went back and they found even more under a secret panel. A they secret found panel. B- tons and tons of drugs and paraphernalia and all this fucking shit. Kel Supreze. The Yeah. <laughs> que Supreso. The husband is on the lamb. They can't find him. You know. Color me shocked. Right. Color me surprised. Um and the name of the daycare Divino Nino. Uh. The, the divine, divine baby. Child. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see what, what happens with that. God help us all, or whoever you believe in. This poor one-year-old died from playing on a playmat that had some fucking residue on yeah. it. And had this lady yeah. called 911 first yeah. instead of trying to save her own ass. From what, by the way, if you didn't know there was fucking drugs in the house? Yeah. Who are you calling for? See, now I'm screaming. Mm-hmm. I, can I see. started off like see fairly calm, yeah. but you're gonna tell me that you did a you didn't know there were drugs in the house, right? Right. But B, you called your husband who yeah. came over before you called nine one one when you had four babies in distress. Yeah. You fucking lying. Yep. Bitch. <laughs> so that's the story that I needed to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that. I'll let you take it away, and if I need to interject something, then I will. Okay. But I'll let you take over for now, because I need to work myself back down. Yeah. Because that is fucking ridiculous. Just take a look at your dog. A baby. And and calm. Feel calm thoughts. By the way, we have more photos of podcast puppies that people have sent in, so we're going to post those up on the Instagram again this this week, because it made people so happy to see podcast puppies, (laughs) so we're going to... We're going to post more. And anybody who has pictures of their dogs, please send them to us at mafpodcastshow at gmail.com or drop them in our slide into our DMs <laughs> on the old IG at mafpodcastshow. Look at that. Transitioning from total ire <laughs> to consummate saleswoman. Look at you. ABC, always be closing, Michael. Well, how else can you acceptably drink that coffee how else can we make the big bucks coffee is foreclosed you know
Well, we'll jump into the main story for this week. Mm -hmm. This is the story of Dr. John Schneeberger. No. 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 Why did you say it like that? And why did you look at me like that when you said it? (laughs) Dr. Schneeberger. That's what you did. That people can't see what you're doing, but if they close their eyes and just zoom back, scrub back a mere 10 seconds and listen to it again, but with your eyes closed and you'll see his stupid little face. I'm going to be saying that name. Uh, 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 Dr. Schneeberger. (laughs) That's what you did to me and you looked at me just like that. And I hate you. So go. Go ahead. Go. All right. Still love you, but I hate you. His name comes up quite a bit. Okay, and I'm sure you're going to pronounce it and say it every time instead of saying John. Well, I wasn't going to. Now you're going <laughs> to. Now you have to. This is a story from the greatest true crime show of all time. Yeah. Forensic Files. Oh, I was going to say Dateline, but okay. Fight me. I know. <laughs> uh, John Schneeberger was born in 1961 in Zambia, which at the time was North Rhodesia. So he's a North Rhodesian fellow. Is that in Africa? Yes. Okay. Score, ding! Score one for Joanne on the geography chart. He went to Stellenbosch University in South Africa to get his medical degree, and in 1987, he moved to Saskatchewan, Canada. 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 Yeah. Um, He took a job and started practicing at the Kipling Medical Center. He married a woman named Lisa Dillman in 1991. Mm-hmm. Lisa had two children from a previous marriage, and the couple had two more daughters of her own. <laughs> her name is Lisa Dillman Schneeberger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not. It's fine. It's a fine name. In 1993, <clears throat> he finally acquired Canadian citizenship officially. Okay. What's Welcome weird? Welcome to Canada. Yeah. What's weird about the timing of all of these events is that Halloween night 1992 happened right in the middle. It was the night of October 31st. And a woman by the name of Candace Candy Fonagy found her way to the Kipling Medical Center, hoping to find her best friend working. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, <laughs> I was like, hmm? Okay. In my supplemental, <clears throat> you know, research to this, because I came across the story on Forensic Files, but on that episode, she only goes by Candy. She Her last name isn't identified. Her parents are interviewed, and they're not identified by last name <laughs> What? Either. So... For the rest on of the this, show, they didn't. Yeah, I'm just gonna call her Candy from now on. Um, but that's uh, yeah. Anyway, so Candy had had a huge fight with her boyfriend and wanted the comfort that her friend would have provided. And it being 1992, she couldn't text her or right. whatever. Um, however, and unfortunately, her friend wasn't there. The nurses at the medical center suggested Candy stay and see a doctor before she went home. Because she was upset. Upset. <laughs> what the fuck? She wasn't. Up? She wasn't in crazy hysterics She's or like, anything. I just. I'm having a yeah. bad day, and they're like, "I think you should yeah. see a doctor. Come right in." Yeah. And that's the difference between yeah. Canada yeah. and America. The doctor on call that night was Doctor John Schneeberger. Yes, he also happened to be her doctor, and had even helped deliver Candy's baby. Candy is 20, by the way. I'll just... Okay. I don't think I put that anywhere else, which... Sorry, my mistake. During his exam of Candy, he decided to administer an injection to calm his patient down. She had physically calmed down. What did you even say? I was going to just move past it, but then you started laughing like a... 
weirdo. <laughs> you said you said injection. And, and I said hot beef injection. Okay. Yeah, I knew I ignored it for a reason. Hot beef injection. Yeah. It's one of those days, guys. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> I'm sorry about that. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm going to she had physically calmed down, but she was still so upset with her boyfriend that she did vocalize that she, quote, wanted to kill him, but obviously in the way that anybody would say right. it just to vent frustration. Like I say to you a hundred thousand times a day. Nary ten minutes ago. Yeah, I was like, I am going to kill you. Yeah. What ended up happening was that Candy nearly lost consciousness entirely from the injection. Wait, she, <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry. Not the hot beef. No, no. <laughs> You're gonna feel real bad about no, that no, joke what, in about no, two no. Sentences. What was the actual injection, I'll or did it? You didn't say. You just not, said an injection, and yeah. then okay. I thought I yeah. over talked you and said hot beef and missed it. Nope. You're gonna feel bad about that. Oh joke no! Don't in tell a, me. <gasps> don't tell me he knocks her out and then she would eventually come around from whatever medication she was given. Oh no! But had a terrible gut feeling. Oh. oh. Something was. Mike, stop setting me up like this. She had a terrible. You're not gonna like God where you're not feeling, gonna like joking about. Yeah, this. no, I know what's coming. I think, and the th- the stuff yeah. that you're saying is making me want to make very yeah. off color, in poor taste jokes. And you're laying me I... up because you do this every time. <laughs> it's weird you that set I wrote me up myself. to be the bad guy every fucking episode. Because if I was reading that, <laughs> you would be making the same exact jokes. But because you're on that side and I'm on this side, I'm the bad guy every... I am the villain. I guess we'll never know. You suck. (laughs) Something was terribly wrong and she couldn't shake the feeling that she might have been sexually assaulted by the doctor while she passed between states of awareness. Yep. She said it was the equivalent of being at the dentist and... They're doing a tooth extraction yeah. and they numb it. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel the pain of the tooth, but you but feel you the pressure. you know something. Oh, no. And that's what she oh, described, remember. Oh, I don't like that. She had the presence of mind to put her underwear in an airtight bag to preserve evidence. Okay, smart. She was still dizzy and disoriented from the drug, so the nurses suggested Candy stay at the facility overnight. She didn't say anything of what she thought happened well, to anyone of the staff that night, which... I'm just including that as a detail. Yeah. That is not a judgment call. No, I... Because she herself wasn't 100% sure. Right. Because she had been given something. Whatever. And, yes. But, like, these other... Like, when a doctor or a dentist mm-hmm. gives you an injection or it, or even at gynecologist, any kind of doctor, yep. if they're giving you some kind mm-hmm. of medication or doing a procedure, they're not supposed to be doing it alone. Right. So where were the other nurses? Did they not? They weren't. He just said, no, I know her. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It was her (gasps) doctor. He had delivered her baby. Yeah. And I'll tell you about the town of Kipling, where this took place in Saskatchewan. It was a very, very small town. Everybody knew everybody. And Schneeberger had a reputation. He was the doctor to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody trusts him and all that. Because I'll tell you what, I've had the same doctor since before my my daughter's going to be 28 she's almost yeah. 30 yeah um we'll we'll round up we'll do the g roundup yeah um and i had my same doctor since before i even got pregnant mm-hmm. then he delivered my baby yeah. then he was my baby's doctor and my doctor and he's still our doctor to this day so if i ever was in a room with him alone yeah i certainly would of trust course. him so yeah. i get it i guess shout out dr t 
the next morning, Candy confronted the doctor, but he simply jokingly asked if the medication had given her, quote, wild dreams the previous night. Not funny, sir. This gave Candy pause. She was He was already working on covering his tracks. Well, yeah. How many people do you... What do you think? She was the first one he's ever done this to? That seems unlikely. I mean, first time for everything, but yeah. come on. Schneeberger had a reputation in town and had become well-respected, so as you might expect, it took a lot for Candy to be brave enough to come forward. Yeah, sure. She drove two hours to Regina, Saskatchewan to have a rape kit performed mm-hmm. at her own expense. Mm-hmm. She was hoping there would be evidence of the assault so she could at least confirm in her own mind what right. had happened. So she's not even maybe specifically looking to him, just nail something this guy happened. put him in jail. She just right. wants to know for herself right. so that she doesn't think she's crazy right. or that she had wild dreams right. because of the... What, mysterious? Also, what did you give me, Dr. Schneebly, whatever the Schneebenheimer, Schneebenberger, what the fuck's his name? Schneeberger. Schneeberger. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a made-up name from a Nickelodeon show, which is why I think I'm having trouble remembering it. Okay. Um, the rape kit uh, that was performed found evidence of semen. Sure. Um, a blood test performed on candy also found Versed pretty uncommon sedative with strong amnesic effects yes so oh my god that for as distressed and distraught as candy wasn't even give her a fucking half of valium or that's what she was expecting or something she was expecting to take the edge off she literally said i expected him to give me a couple pills but she ended up with this injection and then so, yeah. the verse said was easy. Schneeberger was attempting to calm an hysterical patient. Mm-mm-mm. Perhaps he chose the wrong medication or administered the incorrect dose, but, you know, juries would, would buy that. The incorrect... The presence <laughs> of semen... The incorrect dose, first of all, yeah. if you incorrectly dosed me, sir, I'm at risk of death. heart failure and death. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, isn't it your whole ass fucking job mm. as a physician... Yeah. Uh, a, to do no harm, but B, to know how to do the math to calculate my height and weight versus how much medication that you gave me. Well, don't, don't medical, this medical malpractice. We accidentally yeah. gave her the wrong dose that knocked her out for like two hours so that I could fiddle around with her bits, yeah. right? Medical malpractice has a much lighter punishment than fiddling around with somebody's bits. So he'd be fine to explain, I done fucked it but I didn't actually fuck it. Right. You know. Um, but obviously the presence of semen would be How much harder to How come you can make a joke like explain. that and you're not the villain? And if I said that, people would be like, oh my God, did you hear what Joanne said this week? <laughs> and then you just slide it under the radar, drop that little fucking nugget, and then just keep going because you say it all monotone and keep everything together, right? And then you just fucking fly under the radar every time. And everything's coup de la. Oh, Michael... It, Michael and the and the and our audience are coup de la and Joanne is the bad guy. You're gonna make me reference Vanderpump Rules again. Oh, I'm not I making really, you do shit, sir. I can't believe. Remember, it. you referenced it to your parents, and then you came and told me about it. Yeah. Don't. I wasn't even there, so don't blame this yeah. on me. It's the same as Tom Schwartz. He yeah. has this aw shucks kind of attitude, but the stuff he says and the way he behaves is just as shitty as the other Tom. So shitty. So. Shout out to Vanderpump Rules fans. Anyway. And shout, and shout down in an, to Sandoval and Schwartz. Well, yes. Schwartz, oh, sorry. Schwartz, Schwartz and, and Sandy. Sandy. Yeah. 
Um, so in an effort to explain the presence of that semen and that it certainly wasn't his, Schneeberger voluntarily gave a blood sample of his own DNA so that a test could be performed. Let me ask you something before we go ahead. Proceed. Did someone perform the test or did he provide a blood sample? Well, that's... As a physician, did he go into the fucking storeroom, mm-hmm. just take a blood sample and go, this is mine? Yes. <clears throat> okay. When the blood sample was compared to Candy's rape kit, it was positively not a match. Exactly right. Yeah. Sign me up for detective school. The Doesn't take much. The talent of Kipling was now more on the side of the respective doctor, this DNA seemingly clearing him. Dr. Rapenheimer. Now, obviously, if that was the story, that I wouldn't tell that story because that happens... All the time, you solved it in. How are you four not required seconds. to go somewhere and have someone draw your blood? If you or I committed a crime and they wanted a sample, yeah. I wouldn't go. Be right back. Hey, you know what? I'll drop it off at three p.m. Yeah. and then I just go get someone else to pee in a cup and then I just bring it to you. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. not allowed. Well, this is not the end. Okay. People in the small town were suspicious of Candy's motives. They thought she was romantically interested in the married doctor. Jesus fucking Christ. Or maybe the single mother was in it for some financial yeah. windfall. Oh, sure, yeah. Candy didn't drop it. She was raped by someone. Yeah. A year later, in August 1993, the same year that Schneeberger got his Canadian citizenship, the doctor agreed to a second DNA test to put it to rest. Oh, please tell me they made him go in and have someone do it. Candy kept claiming that the last DNA test must have been tampered with at some point along the way. Yeah, which makes her sound nuts. Right. This time, <clears throat> the police monitored the blood collection and kept strict chain of custody. Yes. But once again, no. the doctor sample didn't match the rape kit. Uh, Michael? And this is why I'm starting to tell uh, this story. Yeah, let me... This is going to make me sound like an absolute psychopath. Yeah. If I was Dr. Rapenheimer, which I would never be. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I knew for a fact, I gave him a fake one the first time. Whoop, skeeted by, right? Ah, Ah, skeet, 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 (laughs) motherfucker. Skeeted right by there, right? Then they they go, well, we're going to need another one. Sorry about that. And I go, okay, how the fuck am I going to get out of this one? Now, if I'm crazy, (laughs) here's what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? I'm going to put a fake blood patch or like a little bottle of like someone's or one of those packets of fucking we can stop recording now stop it you've solved it don't fuck you (laughs) that's not real that's real but 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 wait a minute we're gonna continue the story for the benefit of our audience no yeah okay 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 psychotic as you okay (laughs) what did he go to the fucking prosthetic store put a little fake skin over and make a little fake vein how is he doing this is he like we'll get there let me put it in my vein because i have like a phobia and then he puts it in this little packy nope so this is nuts this isn't real this is gonna be a far less interesting five pages but you made this up ever on we trudge Okay. I don't believe Candy you. knew she hadn't been raped prior to her arrival at the medical center that Halloween Well, night. I think that would be something you would remember. But it's... the DNA wasn't matching. And it's not even as if, uh, I believe she said that at that time, the last time she had had sex was six days prior. So it's not even like, yeah, you know. So yeah. um, something was going on, but the police closed their case in 1994 after the two tests failed to match. 
Candy hired a private investigator named Larry O'Brien to break into Schneeberger's car. Let's go. To break in? Yeah. O'Brien found some stray hairs and a tube of chapstick in the doctor's car and collected them to run tests independently at Candy's own expense. Okay, but isn't breaking into... <laughs> you can't use that evidence. You got Stop it. writing you, the story. You acquired it committing a crime, <laughs> yes. sir. Um, the hairs didn't have roots, so they wouldn't be able to be used for DNA, but there was mm-hmm. ample material in the chapstick. Ew. Epithelial cells for the win. <laughs> Well, this might confuse you, but the DNA on the chapstick was a perfect match when compared to the rape kit. Well, it's not going to confuse you now because you're a psychopathic genius. Okay, but that's just nuts. I was going to the furthest extreme I could think of. How could he get out of this again? It sounds like a a made-up story. There were obvious problems, though, with this match. First, you couldn't say for sure that the chapstick was Schneeberger's, only that it was in his car. Any lawyer could argue that. Right. Secondly, the evidence wasn't admissible anyway since the private investigator obtained it by breaking into a private vehicle. Exactly. With these new results in hand, though, Candy made the bold choice to sue the doctor in civil court and try to prove once and for all that the DNA was his. Yes, yes. During the proceedings, Candy found herself sitting across from the doctor's wife. Instead of doing these blood tests, which I know that obviously they feel is the most definitive, I would go... Let's take a fucking mouth swab right here and now in front of the judge. Thank you very much. And I'm not now- even like every detail in this story. You're just, you're crazy. Am I crazy or you're- am I a mad genius, yes. Michael? Yes. Uh, I mean, two things can be true. Lisa was so thoroughly on the side of her husband that Candy recalls, recalls quote, if looks could kill, I would be dead. Yeah, of course. Because she doesn't want to believe her husband's a raper. She remembers thinking thinking to herself about Lisa, quote, you're so stupid, and if you don't watch it, it's going to happen to your kids, too. <laughs> oh, no. <gasps> I didn't even think of that. Schneeberger submitted to a third <clears throat> official DNA test. Swab that motherfucker. The police monitored this blood draw as well, just like the second, Nuts. and videotaped it. Stop doing this one draw. didn't go as smoothly as the second. <laughs> The phlebotomist wanted to do a finger stick to get the blood required yeah. for testing yeah. because they didn't need that much. Yeah. Schneeberger was adamant that the blood be taken from his arm, nah. not his finger. Why, He claimed though? he had some disease that would cause him to bruise if he was stuck there. In his finger, but not his arm. So yep. only his fingers bruised, but not the rest of his body. Hey, guys, I have this really rare disease that no one's ever heard of, including anyone else in the medical profession across the universe. Yeah. Okay? But... I have it, and only my fingertips bruise. And I cannot bruise fingertips as a physician. Right. What if I have to deliver a baby? These are these are God's brushes, if you yeah. will. I need to paint health across across my patients. <laughs> the vaginas. The tech was skeptical, mm-hmm. but since the doctor was technically submitting to the test voluntarily, she couldn't force <clears throat> him to do anything and went along collecting from the arm. Get a cheek, cheek swab from that. She found an enlarged vein that was easy to access, but barely any blood was coming out. She replaced the tubes to try to establish a different vacuum, and just it was it finally she got enough to do it. Yeah, she thought the entire thing was off. The dispute over the extraction area, the weird way the blood was or wasn't flowing. Right. She even commented that the little blood that was extracted didn't look fresh. 
I was going to say, did it, did it look like when they tested it, was it old blood or was it... But there was nothing she could do. She commented on it being brown and coagulated. How would that come out of your vein like yeah. that? If your brown coagulated blood is in your veins right now, yeah. you have a big problem. Right. You're, you're going to have a brain clot. You're going to be dead soon. They ran the samples and it was too degraded to run a test. The civil case dies and Schneeberger goes back to his life. I was hoping that somehow someone somewhere either yeah. knew about him and tried to sabotage him or he fucked up in his own hubris and somehow collected female blood. Yeah. No, no. Do you know what I mean? And they're like, hmm, Dr. Schneeberger Raper, Rapenheimer, <laughs> um, this is female DNA. Like, where did you get that from? That's so weird. Is weird. there anything that you want to disclose right now? Is it another weird rare disease where you just have all female DNA? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And it's also weird. my fingertips bruise. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know if you guys I don't know if heard you guys ever heard this. of that, yeah. but Schneeberger was living and working and feeling fine. <laughs> you said that like it was a song lyric. <laughs> that was until April fifth, nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. His fifteen year old stepdaughter summons her own <gasps> courage and reports no. that this fucking dirty John. <gasps> had been coming into her room at night, injecting her with something and sexually assaulting her for several years. Oh, no. Oh, no. This poor girl. After her daughter's disclosure, Lisa found a box full of condoms, needles, and drugs like Versed and others in the doctor's home office. She never thought to search anywhere like with all these allegations. Well, I can't say all these allegations. This one continuous allegation. She never like, I'm sorry, but my my DNA didn't match, baby. I can trust my husband all I want if I had one. Um, But if someone makes an allegation, yeah, I'm I'm a snoopy bitch. Like (laughs) I will look every nook and cranny of the house. The police took the accusations seriously and immediately arrested him. In custody, police took yet another blood sample from his finger. But oh, this I'm time, sorry. Did, did But this time they also took saliva and hair. Yes. This time, yes. finally, <laughs> the police matched biolo- biological material that they obtained from Schneeberger from all three sources. Right. Hair, blood, and right, saliva right, right, right. to Candy's rape kit. Yes. Candy was vindicated, as were her parents, who never stopped believing in her story even yes. after so many failed Because tests. she has great fucking parents. Schneeberger was brought to trial, and it was there that it was revealed that this dickhead had surgically implanted a 15-centimeter Penrose drain into his own fucking arm so he could pass another man's blood, one of his own patients, through to trick the DNA. He used anticoagulants to simulate the circulation and trick the phlebotomist. It was the same tube of blood that they tried to extract the sample from during the civil trial, but so much time had passed and the blood was literally years old. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. He inserted a, a what? A Penrose drain. Into his own body. Into his he arm. He surgically... Yeah. Now, if you recall, the third test was done on camera. Mm-hmm. And forensic files obtained the footage. No. Forensic files... We're watching this as soon as we're done. Yes. Okay. Um, and I'll just tell everybody now since joanne's jumped every other detail of this story uh pretty much all of the original film rise run of uh forensic files yeah. is on youtube in an official capacity they put it up there yeah, yeah. in perfect quality so good luck having any productivity for the rest of your life oh that there's dozens of seasons of episodes up all there all day today it is my favorite show um 
Anyway, <laughs> he kept denying that he raped Candy even after the DNA matched. Okay, Dick and His story fucker. was that she broke into his house. <laughs> oh my God. Stole a used condom. Who's he using condoms with, by the way? And Not your wife, I'm assuming, right? They have two kids. What, where, why do you have condoms, sir? You're a married man for A. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm sorry. It was because you were yeah. in your step, no, yeah. yes. actual daughter, step. stepdaughter. Yes. So, so. Yeah. So, eat fucking, no, you know, you know when I say eat shit and live? Yeah. No, eat shit and fucking die. Yeah. Die off, you prick. But I guess, you know, she had maneuvered away to breaking into his car. Mm. So is it really so hard to believe that she would break into his house? Yes. She didn't break into is. his car. Right. Sir, I had my special yeah. my special agent friend do that. Yeah. So she was after his biological material. Yeah, just, oh, she just really wanted it. to yeah. frame him. Mm-hmm. He said because of the frame-up, he had no other way to defend himself other than to use his patient's blood to fool the DNA tests. No. I can't tell the truth because she's framing me. So obviously my DNA is going to match. But like, get real, guys. He (laughs) thinks that she not only broke into his home without anyone noticing anything at all, right? Yeah. Somehow knew that this married man would be using condoms with his wife. I would assume his, wait a minute, well, no, I wait think, a minute, because you would assume his yeah. wife would, if they didn't want any more kids, would be on some sort of birth control. Yeah. You're generally not, as a married man, yeah. wearing condoms with your spouse, well, okay? Well, let's also remember that these condoms were in his home office, not their bedroom either. Okay, so they're <laughs> fucking in his home office. Right. They're not weirdly, for them to use. For a what? A quickie, I would imagine. If you're doing it somewhere around the house that's not like in the bed or whatever, it's usually a, hey baby, you bump up against your husband, you get a little frisky, you bang it out in the kitchen near the counter or whatever. So, so you're going to hate in the hey baby corner, right? So you're, you're going to tell me that she somehow thought she broke in, snuck around the house, no one's the wiser. Of course. Goes into his office Somehow assumes he's using condoms with his wife because that's a conversation you have with your physician, right? Sneaks in, looks in the trash of the office, why he wouldn't, you know, throw it in a trash, trash, whatever. Took it, God knows from whence it was, right? From whence the sperms came from, guys, right? Took that, then what? Squirted it into a little tubey uh baster shoved it up her coochie nani and then bloop 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 and it was still viable yeah. however many days later that she then pretended to have a fight with her boyfriend was upset went supposedly was yeah. looking for someone else yeah and happened to is this guy off his rocker um that seems like a very yeah. roundabout way to try to frame someone. Yeah, you are finally overthinking it. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. All, but that's what I'm saying. All that he would have had to say was, we were having an affair, so she knew where my condoms were. She knew I used them because I used them with her or whatever. He could have the mea culpa of, I've disappointed my family, but I would never do such a thing. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. So you're overthinking it a little bit there. But and, but where did she have any blood tests that proved that she had that whatever Versed in her? Like I mean, yes. yeah. Candy so, did during the okay. initial rape test. But so yes. why would he be injecting you with Versed then if you're having an affair and it's you know what I'm saying? Right. 
to trying to fucking eternal like, sunshine of the my, spotless mind men in black opportunity neuralize your brain yeah. so that you don't remember by jolting you with yeah. versed i mean what an idiot obviously he had no other choice but to do at-home surgery <laughs> he was without trouble. his wife having any idea yeah. that this is going on right under her nose right sure in and the she, family home he had her bamboozled <clears throat> so thoroughly that she actively hated the accuser and now oops <sighs> yeah oops is right he was finally convicted of raping candy and sexually assaulting his stepdaughter Sentenced to six years in prison. What? Stripped of his Canadian citizenship. Six. You said six or yes. 60? Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Huh? Yeah. And he was deported back to Zambia. Oh, big fucking what? Put him in jail for the rest of his life. This prick thought he was smarter than everyone else. And for a time, he was. He, yeah, he got away. But the determination of a single mom <laughs> and the courage of a 15-year-old girl brought down this would-be mastermind and real-time shit weasel. Yeah, because how many women has he done this to? Right. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Candy is a real personality and makes the episode of Forensic Files well worth the watch, even though you now know the story and you apparently knew the story five minutes into hearing the story. I don't, because, I mean, where else could it have gone? But I actually, sometimes I just go to the craziest outcome and then you go, yup. And I'm like, no, I was being facetious. And you're like, no, that's true. But that's what I'm looking for, too, where it is the crazy It's just so nuts. Yeah. So she's a real personality and makes the episode worth watching, even though you now know the story of how she brought down yeah. Dr. John a Schneeberger. <laughs> like, I just feel like he's such a weasel that you have to. I just called him a weasel. Yeah, but like, you can't just say his name. You have to be like, Schneeberger. Like, he's just one of those cartoon characters who's like lurching around. Like, you know what I mean? You can't yeah. just say Schneeberger. Like, it's not a thing. Yeah. You have to say it with like an icky. like you get the ski votes so when you say it up your back but definite shout out to uh candy's parents because they don't feature heavily in in my telling you the story but in the episode they're they make a few appearances and they're they were they're ride or die for their child as you should be so that's uh lisa that's that's nice to see yeah the fuck but she did it earlier, but I'll give her another opportunity to ABC <laughs> if you want to plug all of our stuff. Hey, guys. <laughs> if you want to follow us for more shenanigans, you can always send Mike a... And that's not Shanann Watts again. Not Shanann. Do you say Shannon? Or <laughs> Shanann. Shenanigans. Yeah. Um, send Mike a saucy email. Don't. Or send us pics of your podcast puppies at mafpodcastshow at gmail.com. Follow us on the Insta G at <laughs> MAF Podcast Show. Do we even have a Twitter anymore? Nope. I don't even know. If we do, we don't use it. No. Nope. We do have a YouTube, but Michael, I don't think he's put anything up there for a while. I'm going to have to have Joan <sighs> have a talk with Mike after the show. Yeah. Joan, can you make a note of? Yeah. Thank I've, you. I've he's really been, been slacking for yeah. sure. No cartoons, no YouTube uploads. I don't know what we're paying him for either. I know, Joan. We'll. We'll talk about it after the show. Okay, well, (laughs) I may or may not be back next time. (laughs) But I guess we've done this dance before, so stay tuned. Oh, my God. And until next time, everybody, do not. Single parents, I know it's tough. But if you have to, like, walk over 
people lying on the sidewalk, which apparently is kind of the area where this child uh, daycare was. Like, yeah. literally, like, people, yeah. like, passed out on the street outside, and you have to step over them to bring your baby in, even though I know you have to work, and this country sucks and doesn't give yeah. you good child care and stuff, but maybe reconsider mm. leaving your kid in an apartment. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say, say this, uh, DFAX had just recertified of course they did. Ms. Mendez. Yeah. Not days before this happened. Yeah, Maybe a week, Mike. It's the, it's like when you watch, I mean, this is obviously way worse, but when right. you watch like a restaurant show and the kitchens right. are so dirty and you're like, how did you pass? Right. What is, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, so. So you're telling me that days prior that fentanyl wasn't there. <laughs> of course it was fucking there. These people don't give a shit. Anyway. Yeah. Let's not start the show over again. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody, and keep a watch of your children. And don't perform at-home surgery to try to trick DNA tests. Goodbye. Stay off the fentanyl. Goodbye.